We're back, Jack, and we're going to do it again. Make sure to check the description for Anna's art and Amanda's cosplay social medias. Hey everyone, welcome back to a very long-awaited new episode of Logically I Hate. Um, I am in college now, which is crazy because I started this when I was just a tiny child, and uh, I bet my voice sounds a little bit different too. Honestly, when I listen back to it, it will. But today I am here with uh, two experts on a topic that they gave me to discuss, which is the idea of gatekeepers. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll introduce them and they can explain it a little bit because again, I'm not the, uh, the person who came up with this idea, but I find it perfect for what I'm trying to get at in this show. So uh, here we have Anna Clayton, uh, hailing from Seattle, I know, ew, and she is, uh, she, she's basically a, a witch 90% of the time, which is pretty, pretty badass, but, uh, she, she rocks it out there. And then to my left, we have, uh, Amanda Lindsay, who hails from Utica, ew again, and who is quite literally a, um, Transylvania, Transylvania monster about 90% of the time, so... Very similar to Anna, but she's not always a witch. So today, in particular, she is actually a werewolf. So, uh, yeah. Ow. 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 Try not sound like a furry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 gonna be difficult for you. Can you get through this whole podcast without sounding like a furry? We're talking about gatekeeping. That's gonna be hard. No, no, no. I mean, like, if I took the audio from this podcast and put it into like an anime or something, could I turn you into a furry? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm you sorry. think so? I'm okay. Sorry. Would either one of you like to explain what gatekeeping is to those like myself who did not fully understand what it is? Well, I think the act of gatekeeping is kind of like when you set up like a... Gate. Yeah, I guess like, I guess like a gate to a community or an idea or a fandom. Yeah. A lot of the time we're probably going to be talking most about fandoms because <laughs> we're all nerds. Um, but so any... and. Usually when people gatekeep, it's not very polite. <laughs> so essentially when there's gatekeeping, you can't, like, people will uh, ask you trivia. They will make it seem very intimidating to be into any of the things that they're into. And yeah, tell me if I'm wrong that it's no, like, it's very, yeah, very yeah. pretty much. And I, I, I agree that it's very, very prevalent within... Uh, fandoms and pop culture stuff but i think i've experienced just in life yeah i know politics or like i don't know like everywhere gatekeeping which i think is about like uh mental and physical illnesses too like everywhere everywhere and i think that's why it's such a cool thing to talk about because it's so universal for everybody dabs no i wasn't doing a dab i was telling you to come closer to oh yeah (laughs) i was saying come closer to the mic but well (laughs) if you obviously can't see me but if you were seeing me, I would be dabbing right now. <laughs> I can vouch that she did just dab, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna gatekeep dabbing until you I can't, can't keep do dabbing. It. I've been dabbing I'm, since, like, I'm, 2016. I, wow, that's I, pretty That's pretty late, actually. Shut up. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's true. Okay, whatever. I didn't come here to get gatekept from dabbing, guys. That's fair, that's fair. Um, so do, do either of you have any very prominent stories about, uh, gatekeeping in your lives he asked knowing very well that they do and want to talk about it 
Amanda, do you want to go first? Um, no. Okay. I can go first. Hey, Anna's going to go well, first. Well, so, because I hail from the wonderful city of Seattle, mm-hmm. um, I had the wonderful opportunity to do an internship at Microsoft, and I was telling my homeroom, and now I present myself as probably not a stereotypical STEM kind of person. You know, I love wearing makeup, I love wearing obnoxiously sparkly Doc Martens to school <laughs> when I can't walk in them. Um, and I, so I told my homeroom, right, and I was like, guys, I got the Microsoft internship I have worked so hard to try and get, and this kid goes up to me, and he's like, you, like, the, you got a Microsoft internship? Do you even know how to code? Oh, like, God. do you even, like, know what you're do doing? Do you even code, bro? <laughs> do you even code, bro? And I was like, no, I'm actually not doing a coding internship because I all don't know how to code, but, like, what if I, yeah, it's just such an obnoxious thing. No, that thing. is really annoying. That's really obnoxious because, like, he doesn't know anything about me and anything about what I'm doing, and I worked hard for that. Amanda <laughs> <I'm laughs> so gets heated. I'm so mad about it. I, no, you rightfully so because I think, like, even beyond gatekeeping, that's, that's also just, like, that's just like an assumptions thing, like jumping to that conclusion, like taking a, fir- like reading that a person by just the way they look or any tiny detail you know about them. Like, oh, Anna's fashionable and a girl. She can't yeah. be good at coding. Yeah, she can't work for Microsoft. Like, Which is just, dumb. no, that is ridiculous. And mm. it just, no, I, I think that's a prime example of gatekeeping outside of fandoms. Um, Amanda, would you like to share any stories? Um, I don't have any specific ones at the moment, but I just, I've always been gatekept in my community because I'm specifically like abundant in the comic book, manga, like literature community where people are like, oh, if you've seen the movies but haven't read the like material, you, you're not a real fan. Or if you've read it but you haven't seen the movies, like the movies were better, like you can't be part of this fandom. Like, like people say that all the time and it's like, you can like whatever aspects of a fandom or any type of like uh, media that you want. Like, also, I, I feel like sometimes it goes both ways. Like, you'll you'll have people that say like, "Oh, you, we don't acknowledge the books because they're bad," or yeah, or we don't like, and the then author. there's the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah, so. and then yeah, J, J.K. Rowling. We don't acknowledge her as the no, author no, no, anymore. Guys, guys, guys. Hatsune Miku wrote the Harry Potter books. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like the same, in the same fandom, you'll get people that are like, oh, you have to read and watch the movie. So it's like, well, I mean, you can't, There, first of all, there shouldn't be rules. And second right. of all, you can't make them up like contradictory to just another person who thinks they're a uh, quote unquote critic or professional on a, 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 a like you said, a piece of media. Mm-hmm. Anyone who thinks that they're a professional anime critic, I don't <laughs> want to associate with. No, it's like, yes, yeah, so we're all watching anime. Our taste is all probably questionable. But <laughs> don't act like you're better than the rest of us. Well, it's not even questionable. It's like, you guys, you're you're into the same thing. A matter of how much you are into something, how what you like about it shouldn't make you better or worse than someone. Amanda, just because you didn't waste a bunch of printer ink printing out an entire like bunch of manga panels and then tape them <laughs> on your wall you're not a big anime fan and yeah. you don't deserve to be in you're the not, you're not you didn't make an anime all you have like you, you only have you only have a splatoon poster in your yeah, room you don't have any anime posters in yeah your room. i have 
I'm just really offended right now, guys. That's a prime example of gatekeeping kids. Yes, yeah. perfect. Um, I think another time, at least for me, that I think I see it a lot is with music. Oh, and yes. I, st- I stand by the statement that if someone asks you, and I think I might have even talked about this on another podcast. It's been like two years, guys. You got to give me a break. But <laughs> if somebody asks you, what music are you into or what kind of music do you like that is an impossible and trapped question True. because you never if you answer with a genre then they're either gonna like jump on you for the genre and, and like just just pigeonhole you and just think they know everything about you or at least think of what they know about the genre if you say an artist they'll just jump into just that artist and if you say like a bunch of stuff, then they're just gonna cherry pick through and like try and relate to you in the most insincere way. Mm-hmm. And I think personally, I am not, I, I like music, I like random music, I will just get random songs, random bands, and I will tell people about them only to hear, yeah, that band is like 30 years old and they haven't made a good or song at all in about 20 of those years. So I don't congrats, care. Congrats, I still like the song. And congrats yeah. that you know that cr- completely random trivia. <laughs> Do you want a medal or a monument? Yeah, <laughs> you want a medal or a monument. Um, like, I don't know. It's just, if, if you like music, if, if you like a certain thing, then nobody should be, like, pigeonholing you for that. And it's, it's just annoying that you have to tiptoe around something like that. Especially that's especially with music or other just yeah. like culture things that are supposed to be by definition subjective. Yeah, and um, that just made me think of even, it's not even like our generation that does it because um, like older generations do it way more often than you think too. Um, I was in class once and I was wearing a Beatles t-shirt and I had a substitute teacher who noticed the t-shirt and was like, you listen to the Beatles, name all four members. So I was like, I can name all okay. four. Yeah, I can name all four. Yeah. Beatles. I don't think that <laughs> And so, like, it's just, like, anyways, a lot of older generations will, will judge younger ones because they think that just because you didn't live through the decade or you didn't whatever, like, you can't like older media. And I think okay. that's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. On that point, remember all those memes that were a while ago, like, a couple years ago, that were only 90s kids remember this? And oh, we yeah. were born in, like, the early 2000s yeah. and remember the exact same thing? Honestly, exactly. I, I also... Another thing that I've said before, this is a little less than the... I, this is a little less, um like, straightforward than the music thing, but mm-hmm. I feel like we've come to a point where technology like increases so fast that we have to make generations like five years apart okay that's fair because like we are basic we're we're all born in 2002 correct me if i'm wrong and we're practically 90s kids like if you if i like if i talk to my little cousins who were born in like 2006 or something like they have a completely different upbringing not even just from not even just like a different family but like it's just completely different and Mm -hmm. for me i have three older siblings and I can very, and my brother, my older brother is born in 1999, and my, my sister is born in 1997. Um, like, we kind of, obviously there's differences, but I remember a time before, you know, the internet was on your phones. I remember a time before smartphones. I remember a time before whatever, insert whatever technology. Like, I had a Game Boy too. like. Wow, you're old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, I'm so old. <laughs> Like, just kidding. I was just thinking back to earlier, not to change subjects again, but, like, 
when older people like always say like you can't like stuff like i just want to go grandma my book is older my favorite book is older than you are <laughs> my favorite authors died before you were even a thought <laughs> wait thought as in uh which spelling of thought are you talking about <laughs> um yeah that's the uh, nsfw version of this podcast for you guys uh we're college kids now yeah we can we can increase the the rating system go check out my only fans no okay no. That, I'm, I'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm not gonna cut that out but this is a warning for you <laughs> Um, going too close to the line. <laughs> I think another time that this happened to me, a little more uh, closely to the like Urban Dictionary definition of gatekeeping, is um, when I went to uh, I went to a camp in my freshman year of high school, summer of freshman year of high school, and I called myself a nerd, at least like a STEM nerd. I, I am, I am a nerd. I'm well aware of that, uh, and I will stick by my math and science. Uh, nerd classification, but I don't know. I thought I was more of like a geek and like culture nerd than I actually was because I was meeting a ton of people that were like super into anime, like could name every single, uh, like every single Pokemon in order and like tell me that they've played all the games and get mad at me if I've only played like two. And I'm like, well, can you, well, can you convert me type of thing? Mm -hmm. Like, can you get me into these things instead of just like, like pestering me about being like in your mind, what in your mind is a poser? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't know how I reacted back then, but I think a lot of times you either don't speak up about your lack of knowledge or it's, you kind of just like fudge it a little bit just because it's just so daunting for people to be like, really? You call yourself this and you've never seen this. Yeah. You call yourself a Marvel fan and you've never seen Infinity War type of thing. Yeah. People have such a superiority complex if they've like done all the things in like a fandom or something, if they've seen all the Marvel movies or read all the comics or whatever, read all the manga. And it's like, and to especially because I'm a pretty like recent weeb, like I started watching anime in like 2018, right? And I didn't grow up with it for a multitude of reasons. but, and so just getting into that, it's really daunting because I'd be like, what anime, if to random people on the internet, don't do that, that's a bad, because I didn't have any friends who liked it. So I was like, what anime should I watch? And they're like, oh, you like, you haven't watched this anime? Like, this is your favorite anime? Like, so far, you've only watched three anime? Like, what a poser. And I'm like, I'm trying to get into it. That's like saying, I've read this book and I like it. You have, that's your favorite book? Exactly. You haven't read all it's of like, the books of in the world? Of course my favorite anime is, was Naruto in 2018, because it's the only thing I saw. Like, right. Don't yell at me for that. Like, I want to watch another anime. Give me a good anime that's yeah. clearly better than Naruto. And you need the time for it, too, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like it goes back to, like, humans being, like, social beings. Yeah. It's, it's like, when a group of people like something, like, it's very hard to join the group and, like, I don't know. But at the same time, when... And I've noticed this with, like, TikTok and stuff. If one person likes something, then everyone starts liking it whether or mm-hmm. or they go along with liking it whether they like it or not yeah did that make any sense no that's mentality <laughs> yeah, yeah no that mentality. that's like oh, what is that i don't it's not called like tribalism but there's like there's an entire there's an entire like psycholo- psychological thing that's yeah. just you are drawn to groups there's nothing you can do to stop that and 
you will do everything in your power to comply or be accepted by a group of people. Excuse me, I'm not like other girls. I go <laughs> against the herd. I'm edgy. Well, what makes you edgy? I don't like things. <laughs> no, that's we were. Zach and I were talking about this earlier about like our own like middle school and early high school days of gatekeeping others and we were like oh yeah we were we thought we were so edgy and then I was like oh I can't remember what I did like but I the only thing I remember was dissing other people for yeah I, could, I don't think I did like anything I probably like the things I did like were probably so mainstream but the things I outwardly didn't like were just like oh my god like rap music's so mainstream <laughs> I don't like it and I'm like but but now I look back and I'm like I mean it's it's still as a whole genre of music. I don't think yeah. I listened to a single song, <laughs> and I couldn't tell them what I did like in like in lieu of that. So it's not really. Yeah, it's just like I just feel like gatekeeping limits limits so much. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of, you mentioned how you and Zach used to be gatekeepers, and I I was too. I was a terrible gatekeeper, and I know that it stemmed from a lot of like my jealousy issues when I was a kid. But also, like, I just, I don't understand in general why our first instinct is to be gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. Like, personally, like, one time I was in this fandom that was super, super small. Like, I was the only one in person that I knew that read it, the comic, and I didn't know anyone online. Like, I knew of people that read it, but I wasn't friends with anyone. So, um... I told my friend about the comic, and she started reading it, and she got really obsessed with it, and all of a sudden I'm like, well, well, yeah, you're obsessed, but I, but I saw it first, and like, I'm farther than you, and I got really upset for no reason, and I, I didn't understand it, because I finally had someone to talk to about, like, this mm -hmm. thing that I was, I'm so into, and all of a sudden it just turned me off to talk about it because it was competitive yeah, yeah and i don't get that like why are it you was this? yeah oh fandom is just competitive in general like mm -hmm. yeah. let's be wild and like yeah. <laughs> i don't understand the nature of that though like if we want to have bigger communities for things that and we want to be connected to people right why, why do, do we push them away interesting so i think one thing that i will say in terms of a little lesson because as any frequent listeners know, I just randomly pull lessons out of my behind because this is this is still the PG-13 version. I can't say any other words. <laughs> I had to bleep myself in one of the other episodes. I remember, I forget which episode it was. Just like side note, behind the scenes, Zach stuff. I was telling the two people I was working with, I knew they were gonna be loose cannons and definitely curse. And I was worried. And then I remember the only editing that I had to do for that episode was bleep myself. Yikes. And I was just like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, um, well, I'm trying really hard right now to not say any swear words, so That's why the, don't say talked. I didn't do anything. <laughs> You're the best, Anna. Um, but yeah, so the one the thing I was going to say is that uh, it's just, you have to, I think I've said this before about like jumping to conclusions about other people and just a lot of things on this show. You can't control other people you can't you, there's they're they're going to do what they're going to do but the one thing you can control is how you uh react and how you are guilty of the same things always whenever i get upset she's like it's not how what happened it's how you react to it and i always roll my eyes well it's not even just afterwards like if like like we all we all talked about it it's like we have been gatekeepers in the past and are well aware that it might and will happen again yeah. because that's just 
its very confusing and contradictory nature. So you just need to be aware of that. You need to take people as friends instead of competitors. And we should listen to Anna's mom when we <laughs> when we uh, just react in a more positive way to try and like dissuade any future gatekeeping because I think that's like you like Amanda just said that's just gonna limit like the amount that you want to be involved in something whether it's a fandom whether it's just really any community so life so I think on that note I'm uh I'm gonna ask you guys if you have any other final words or just suggestions uh anything you want to just tell the viewers or any cool stories we, we don't there's no never a time limit I feel like I get gatekept every time I go into a GameStop. A GameStop? Honestly, yeah. I agree with that. It, yeah, there's so many... That, I just feel like the cashier is always judging me. Yeah. <laughs> no, also, like, I went into a, I went into an anime store with Anna and a bunch of other people today. It was the scariest thing. Like, if Amanda was there, I would have been even more scared. Because, like, I... Except for, like, the Pokemon stuff, I couldn't recognize a single thing in there. And I was being... I felt like... Do you want to recognize a single thing? I don't thing know in if there? I do, yes, but... Do. Anna's trying to paint my nails right now. Amanda's trying to get me to watch anime. This is just never gonna end well. <laughs> what? Watch anime. Nothing. Nothing? Watch anime? We can paint anime characters on your nails. Yes. Oh gosh. Oh no. Okay. Also, we got We're okay, finishing sorry. this before we get off the rails. Okay, one more thing. Sorry. I feel like a, I have a lot of gatekeeping stories and that's a, not a bad thing. But I draw a lot and the amount of times also people have told me like digital art isn't art or like my fan art that I draw isn't art. I'm like, bro, like... Are you serious? Yeah. I've had that happen multiple times. Here's a fun... Well, here's a like fun fact that goes along with that. Fifty Shades of Grey is a fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah. For Twilight. Twilight. It's a Twilight fan fiction. So... Yeah. yeah, I think that we'd all be better off if that didn't exist. I mean, true, but I like, mean, like, just you can say that, like, Dante's Inferno is Bible fanfiction. Exactly, that's true. Damn, yeah, true. <laughs> any, any last words from you, Amanda? Oh, I, I don't know if I want to go into this. Should I, should, okay, I'll go into it. So, like, I was telling Anna earlier that, like, gatekeeping isn't just a fandom thing, and I'm, we've talked, we've uh, touched on this, but um, personally, coming from the disabled community i guess i don't know how you would put that lightly um i've had a lot of experiences both with me gatekeeping and other people gatekeeping where um we we just compare um like trauma and and a lot of people are like oh yeah no your your illness isn't valid because it, it's not as much as me yeah, right. Which it's is like awful. Yeah. A lot of times, especially coming from uh, the side of illnesses which are like mostly invisible, it's really tough because people are like, well, you can't see it, so it doesn't exist type. And I'm not going to get horrible, into yeah. like dis- disabled uh, like rants, but just there's a lot of gatekeeping in that community where mm-hmm. it's like, you can't like call yourself disabled if you don't this or if you, if you don't like, look disabled right no, oh well. also on that note sorry I, I'll we shut. never have to end I okay just, i thought you guys were running out of stories but no I guess I was no wrong. That's okay fine. <laughs> so political gatekeeping yeah. is a thing 
so I remember I went in like 2017 when Trump first got elected and we went to the first women's march and on so many signs I saw things like you know if you're not this then you're like not a feminist or if you believe in this certain belief then mm-hmm. you're like and like I, I totally understand the desire we want we need in an inclusive community and like you know for the women's march it was supposed to be inclusive but like in that no you shouldn't like cross people out of your yeah your, no, you shouldn't feel yeah you shouldn't, ex- you shouldn't gatekeep people from <laughs> out your of- from out of like politics like, if someone wants to call themselves a feminist but they don't believe in every single one of your beliefs that doesn't mean they're not a feminist yeah. like if like the the principle of feminism is just believing that men and women should have equal rights and I think we can all believe in that, and the gatekeeping is what's keeping a lot of people, especially, like, I'm, this is totally, like, men, a lot of men don't want to call themselves feminists because of gatekeepers. Yes. And that's just, like, toxic. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like a, you need people to have your your voice heard. You yeah. need people to be politically active, and, it, and I, I don't know why you have to shy away from that, like... Yeah, like, the more the merrier, honestly. Exactly, with everything, exactly. With politics, with mental health, if we have a healthy dialogue about all of this stuff, then, then it, well, our voices will get heard and we'll make change. And, who, and like, this kind of goes along with all gatekeeping. Who let you make the rules? Yeah. Who's to say that you are the, like, ultimate, like, gatekeeper? Yeah. How anything, do, why do you get to make the rules? If anything, thing? like, the only people that should theoretically be able to gatekeep are if you're like making media <laughs> or something i'm gonna write a book and then get a bunch of people into it and then be like you're not kidding. A, you're not a real you're fan, not a real fan. I'm the yeah real fan. <laughs> yeah i wrote this we're gonna shout out an awesome t- uh tv show because i'm not sponsored so it doesn't matter owl house oh on God. disney okay i'm a huge fan of gravity falls so sad when it ended owl house made very similar very similar type of like and style of show and like Saying storytelling and it's gay. And it's gay. okay that's well like yeah but Sorry, the point is contributing factor. The LGBT no you can say that it's just that's have, <laughs> have outnumbered the straights in this podcast <laughs> you're right the straights wow um we're gatekeeping yeah you're they're gatekeeping from the lgbtq community no i'm not gatekeeping no Don't i'm I kidding am. Oh, no, anna i am <laughs> But you're, yeah. you are, you are, okay, at least you can be honest about it, because that's the biggest part. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the point is, like, that show, um, it, it has, one, she, the, the, like, writer and, and, uh, she draws all of it, too, right? She's the animator, and yeah. the animator for the show is very active in the community. Like, I mean, other people help, I should say. Well, obviously, right? yes, yeah. yes, it's a whole, it's a whole crew, it's just, but, like, the creator of it, like, she she does like she's done like a couple of live streams mm-hmm. for charity. She's very active on social media and very like open with her fans and actually cares about the fandom. Yeah. Um, to the point where it makes it like I don't know. At least from what I've seen, it makes it like a nice fandom. Like because yeah. you have not, not only the toxic. not it's not toxic because not only is the creator involved, but there's no rules. You like Owl House. You don't like Owl House. You have seen a couple episodes. You're a diehard fan that can quote the whole thing like Amanda. <laughs> um, she won't stop singing this song from it. So 
what, what's it called? Little you know, Miss Perfect. Little okay, Miss it's Perfect. Not from it, okay. But it's, like, but it's, it's been adopted into the fandom. Yes. yes. And the creator has acknowledged it, which yes. is really cool. And then the artist who made it made another song. And the point oh. is, if you don't know the song, you can't like. It's fine. Like it's just some song. Or it's you not can like you like can't. Song yeah. Not, like Owl House. Exactly. Or... It's not like you can't watch Owl House if you haven't heard this song that's not even in Owl House. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like speaking of like music in media, like I know so many people that are like, oh yeah, I love the songs from like Steven Universe or whatever, but I never saw the show, and like that's fine. Yeah, like yeah, go yeah. for it. Who cares? Like obviously give it a try if you want because mm-hmm. like you obviously like the media, but. That you're not forced to. No, exactly. Scores are like just a a whole different section of media, and it's just. Okay, so I think on that note, we are actually gonna wrap it up. Thanks a lot, guys. A lot more editing to do. Um, Thank you for the heart, Anna. Yeah. So. Viewers. Viewers. Listeners. (laughs) We were so close. Gosh. That's fine. Oh, whatever. I got a lot of editing to do, but the point is, Logically I Hate is back, and there will be more episodes. If you made it this far, please, please reach out to me to be on one. I, it's, we we set this up like, I don't know, we didn't even really organize it. We just talked about it very briefly. We got together and we, I think we had fun making this and hopefully got some people to relate to a very, very prevalent thing in not just fandoms, not just society, but just like your own mind. So I think, (laughs) wow, I'm sorry that my full house rant is too crazy. It's spooky noises. noises? Oh, okay. Um, But uh, I I hope to see some new faces uh, recording with me and some new listeners uh, for the podcast. Um, But until next time, this is Logically I Hate. Bye!